0: Tanguma here with a special interview podcast for you guys today. This is part one of a three-part series covering the career of Starboy Charlie. We have talked to Charlie once before here on the BulletCast. A few months ago, Philip sat down with him after an APW show and kind of scratched the surface with Starboy Charlie but this one is a much more in-depth talk I feel like we go over so many things in Charlie's career what it was like to start wrestling at such a young age what did he think he was getting into What is his family lineage when it comes not only to pro wrestling, but to combat sports in general? He has a couple legends in his family that I did not know about. What it is like to wrestle in high school. Who knows who doesn't know about his wrestling career and so much more. We talk about his upcoming dates where he has a very big match coming up. He will be wrestling on WrestleMania weekend in Tampa, his first ever match outside of California. So he is excited for that. This is part 1 of a three-part series as I said. We have Rick Luxury and Star- uh, Sparky Ballard coming up in the next couple days and this is part of a class that I'm taking at SF State. We have to cover a hidden community and I decided why not do pro wrestling. And we talk to Sparky and Rick who has a deep connection with Charlie. Rick has known Charlie ever since he got into the business when we started training the 11 years old, and Sparky Ballard runs the goldmine, the APW training center in Pacifica, so he's been there since, both these men have been there since the beginning, so we get their takes on what it was like, what Charlie was like at such a young age, what their thought process was when they see an 11-year-old kid training to become a pro wrestler and so much more, so sit back and relax and enjoy my interview with star boy Charlie. I'm here with Starboy Charlie. Charlie, thank you very much for joining me today. No problem. I think you might be one of the only recurring guests on the Bullet Cast, so, you know, high honor. You're a up-and-coming youngster. We've talked about you once before, so we've kind of gone over this before, but just, you know, pretty quickly, just talk a little about uh, you. You were a wrestling fan growing up, correct?
1: Yeah, ever since third grade, started watching a lot of WWE stuff, and that's basically what started my professional wrestling journey, so...
0: What, uh, what, do you remember, was there like a moment or like something that really lit the fire to be like, I'm going to do this and no one could stop me?
1: Not really. It just slowly progressed into watching wrestling, into trying the moves on like my couch, into uh, my mom asking Sparky for me to join the APW boot camp.
0: So your mom asked, could you talk a little bit about, like how's your family with wrestling? Like are they a big wrestling family? How... How's the dynamic going with that?
1: We're not a big wrestling family, but we do a lot of combat sports. My dad's a black belt in karate, and then my grandpa he was a uh, he was a boxer mainly in Mexico. Uh, Javier Babyface Gutierrez, and then my mom she was a kickboxer and she coaches boxing now.
0: So my one of my editors said that is it your mom or your aunt? Someone like runs an all-women's boxing gym or something like that that's my mom that's her mom could you talk a little about about that uh she
1: started a thing called beautiful brawlers it's all women's boxing uh she does a show every year for it in september usually and she owns the gym babyface boxing and a lot of the girls that do boxing for beautiful brawlers they train down there
0: so what was your... Uh, so did you, like, tell your mom? Did your mom kind of see what you were doing? He's like, oh, you know, he wants to wrestle. And what year did you start training?
1: I started training when I was 11 years old, and I was just constantly complaining to my mom about uh, me wanting to become a wrestler and how there was, uh, there was uh, no way for me to do it because there's no kid wrestlers out there. Well, like... Not anymore, but, <laughs> yeah, she just kind of asked Sparky because I was bugging her so much about it.
0: So at 11, did you exactly know what you were getting into with wrestling training? I really
1: had no idea what it was going to be like doing wrestling training. Uh, I showed up to my first day with a bunch of wrestling gear and stuff, but I didn't use it because we had uh learn about, like, how to put the ring together first and all that. So I didn't
0: know that went into it. Starting at 11, how slow or fast would you say the process was from going to just learning the basics, setting up the ring to actually doing moves and finally having your first match?
1: At the moment, it felt like it was taking a long time for me to progress and do all this, especially like setting up the ring and all that. It felt like it was taking super long for me to reach my goal. But now that I'm, like, wrestling and having matches, it really feels like it did not take that long.
0: When officially did you have your first match?
1: I had my first match, I think, when I was 12 years old. It was in January. I don't remember the year, but I was 12 years old. And it was a tag team match. It was uh, me and my partner, Dalton Frost. was like, cowboy-themed tag team. Against uh, Kikio and Sin, they were like uh, kind
0: of like monster themed. Yeah. So you're 17 now. You're starting to gain a little bit of traction. When you started wrestling at like 12, what was the reaction from the boys, the fans, other promoters? What are, What were they thinking about you?
1: Everybody would tell me I did uh, I, I did a good job wrestling and all this stuff, but. Uh, kind of behind my back a little bit uh, there was kind of wrestling vets saying I shouldn't be doing it or that's that's what I've heard from other people saying that I shouldn't be in the ring it's unbelievable that a kid would be able to
0: wrestle yeah we kind of see like Rey Mysterio there's some european people out there who have started really really young so in america it's not really that common for children quote unquote to, to wrestle
1: Yeah, I actually know a couple, uh, wrestlers around my age from the UK. Like, I know probably like five. Uh, There's Jaden Williams, there's, uh, Mark True, there's this kid named El Nino, he's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that's all I could probably name right now. But then there's only like one other wrestler, uh... Around here that I know, he's in Southern California. His name's uh, Dustin Daniels from Southern California. Oh, and there's Nick Wade
0: from I think Oregon. So I think the first time I saw you was at an APW show. You weren't really doing anything. You're kind of just like a young boy of sorts, just kind of you know carrying the gear and stuff like that. Kind of talk about that aspect of being in the business. Um, it's it's kind of boring doing all that stuff,
1: but. You kind of learn a lot. You get to watch the whole wrestling show, so that was pretty cool. Got to study all the wrestlers wrestling on APW. Uh, They used me for uh, to get heat a lot. Like they'd get mad at me for uh, taking some of their clothes,
0: and I was like doing my job, you know. (laughs) So when you were like eleven, twelve, did kids start to? Did you tell kids that you were doing this, or did you kind of keep it secret?
1: I kept it kind of secret, because I guess wrestling's not as cool as it was back then. It's kind of like, some people would say, oh, that's
0: lame wrestling, but it's it's pretty cool, so. When you finally, did people find out? Did you start telling, like, your kind of close friends, and it kind of word spread? How did that kind of come about?
1: Uh, I always I told my closest friends, and they always thought it was super cool, uh, still not much people, like, I don't tell much people still, but a lot of people have caught on and have seen my stuff, and it's all positive feedback, really.
0: So, you also do amateur wrestling at your school. What's the balance like doing school amateur wrestling and pro wrestling all in this, you know, short time?
1: Well, amateur wrestling, it's seasonal, so uh, from October until, like, early february i'm uh constantly cutting weight and stuff so it's not it's not the happiest like i'm always kind of angry cuz i want to eat and get bigger but then still have to cut down weight for amateur wrestling so it's I always uh i always find a way to make it all work i don't really train that much for pro wrestling during amateur season but school, uh, school's not fun. It's not fun for like anybody usually. But I just got. I have to go to school. So.
0: So yeah. do you have any <laughs> college aspirations? Like once you turn eighteen, do you graduate from high school? Do you have any goals to go amateur? The amateur out more. You know, focus more on pro wrestling.
1: As soon as uh, high school's over, I'm I'm gonna be done with amateur wrestling. I don't want to do any more of that when I'm out of high school. And then I'm just completely focused on pro wrestling. I guess I have to go to college. This is what my parents have been t- telling me. So I guess I'll go to college too. How
0: do you think that's going to work?
1: I'll go to like a college that... Well, I don't really know how college works
0: yet, so I'm not sure. It's okay, <laughs> you're young, you gotta hit a little bit ways away. Maybe if you're lucky, maybe uh got any scouts looking at you you can get a free ride. Make it a little bit easier. But uh so training and APW is kinda your home promotion. Is that is that kinda like who trains you? Uh it's a Gold Rush APW boot
1: camp. So uh, I get to be on APW and Gold Rush shows, so that's pretty cool that they get to see me, I don't have to, like, I don't have to send in any stuff, like, they already know who I am, because I helped set up the ring, and I did, I helped uh, collect the gimmicks for them, so, it's, it's just a privilege to be working that close with APW and Gold Rush before I'm actually ready to wrestle.
0: What's it like, because you're, you have your email out there. You're taking bookings outside of the APW realm. Do they do bookings have to go through them? Do they go through you? How does that process work?
1: Um, for my other uh, bookings, I've been DM'd on Instagram. That's really that's really it. Uh, to get on Game Changer, uh, the people from Game Changer they talked to Jake Atlas because they saw my match with Jake Atlas and thought it was really cool. And then they wanted to book me, so they asked Jake to contact me. And that's how I started working with Game Changer.
0: So yeah, January 24th, you were in L.A., did a Game Changer show. How was that? Was that kind of eye-opening, kind of going in a different place, L.A., kind of big-name indie promotion?
1: That was probably, like, one of my funnest days of my life, just because I got to be around so much wrestlers that they're gaining a bunch of momentum in the business, and they're all just awesome workers too it was just uh it was a scramble match i was uh in so it was kind of chaotic calling calling the match at first but we got it all together and it was just a really fun match crowd was pretty cool too
0: and you're also going to be i saw that you're going to be wrestlemania weekend for gcw as well correct yeah, that's correct. So how do you think that's going to go, being on a show, WrestleMania weekend, in Tampa, completely different, across the country? Um, I've
1: been told that it's a it's a really big opportunity, and, and I can tell it's a really big opportunity because WrestleMania weekend, is going to be a lot of people down there. I'm just really grateful that I got picked to be on a show in Florida, WrestleMania weekend. I'm really excited for it. Kind of nervous for it, but more excited than nervous.
0: Being so young, have you been? Have uh, how many different places have you kind of wrestled? Like, have you stuck to mainly NorCal Bay Area wrestling besides those GCW shows?
1: Yeah, I've mainly just been uh, wrestling where we take the ring, just wherever we take the ring to set it up for other shows. Uh, Sparky usually plugs me with a match down wherever we uh, set up the ring, so I've mainly stayed. In NorCal, only wrestled in uh, Los Angeles once.
0: Hopefully, more times, I'm sure. But mainly NorCal is where I've been. Do you have a driver's license? Are you driving to the shows? Are you tag along with somebody else? Uh, to
1: go down to shows, I usually uh, tag along with uh, Sparky and the and the rest of the ring crew because I just got my license like not too long ago, so it's it's still kind of confusing driving a little bit. But, yeah, I just tag along with Sparky and the rest of the crew.
0: Uh, so your gimmick, pretty straightforward. You wear the tights, you have the mouthpiece. You kind of talked about how you were kind of like a cowboy gimmick uh, in your early your early tag team. Is there any thought to maybe changing or altering a gimmick or trying to experiment?
1: So far, my gimmick is just myself because I'm a gimmick in myself. I'm I'm a kid who's wrestling. There's not many other kids who are doing that, so... I'm a gimmick in myself. But I will probably have to alter some stuff in the future. But I'm pretty happy with what I'm doing right now.
0: What would you say your best trait is and what do you think something you need to approve upon?
1: My best trait is that I'm really likable by the crowd because nobody wants to see a kid get beat up unless like... Well, most people don't want to see a kid get beat up so the crowd gets behind me a lot. I don't know what that's called, really, but that's one of my best traits. And then another one of my best traits is that I'm light, so I could do a lot of high-flying stuff. I go through the air pretty quick, and
0: yeah. So, uh, what would you say you need to improve upon something you're looking at? You know, at the end of the year to really get better at.
1: I want to get a lot bigger, especially because it's not wrestling season. I want to bulk up a lot. Yeah, it's that's mainly what I struggle with right now, because I get tossed around a lot, <laughs> and I just want to look bigger.
0: So there's a lot of big names, a lot of legends that will come through APW and Gold Rush shows. Was there ever like a moment where either somebody knew you ahead of time, or you met someone and they kind of put you over and you're like, oh, you know, that's that was really cool.
1: Yeah, uh Jake Atlas, he put me over really big all over social media and I'm really thankful that Jake Atlas did that. Thankful I got to have a match with him. It's one of my favorite matches, probably my favorite match
0: actually. So, shout out to Jake Atlas cuz he's the man. So Jake Atlas just signed with WWE, Shotzi, Jeff Cobb's making a name in AEW. There's a lot of Bay Area wrestlers that are really doing big things in the mainstream wrestling right now. Uh, your thoughts on just Bay Area wrestling in general? Do you think it's kind of underrated because it's not on the East Coast or down in LA?
1: Yeah, I definitely think it's underrated. There's a lot of wrestlers out here that I think should be getting a lot more recognition. Um, yeah, wrestlers like uh, Steven Cesario deserves more recognition Dave Dutra uh, I could name a lot of people but I just don't
0: remember some of them like at the moment uh, what do you think makes you know some of those guys and girls so successful like in the Bay Area is it just you know the water's different out here so and they gotta kinda stay in one little area cause there's you know not a lot of stuff it's kinda all concentrated in the Bay Area so you gotta always kinda evolve and change things up
1: Yeah, well, most of the people making it out of the Bay Area, I kind of forget what the question was, really. (laughs) That's (laughs) right, it was was just kind of a
0: a long, rambling question. Uh, So you said you're a wrestling fan. Now that you're a wrestler, and you kind of have a lot of time, you're doing a lot of things, school, amateur wrestling, do you still have time to watch pro wrestling? I, I watch wrestling
1: sometimes, not that much. I'm not really watching TV that much nowadays, but... Uh, if I just see it on the TV and I'm just going through channels, I'll watch it because I want to I wanna know what's going on in WWE and AEW. Um,
0: so as a kid, or kind of, well I guess you're still kind of a kid, would you just mainly watch WWE or did you kind of know other stuff was happening outside of WWE? I didn't know much about like
1: the outside of WWE because I was just watching WWE, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown. I didn't really understand that there was uh, big wrestling promotions until probably like 2 years into my training cuz I started watching uh lucha underground that's what kind of exposed me to the outside of WWE cuz I was seeing uh Prince Puma and I was like, "Hmm, he wrestles a lot different than the guys I see on TV." And then found out that it was Ricochet. Ricochet's in WWE now. So, I guess WWE is kind of trying to adapt
0: to independent wrestling. So, do you have any hobbies outside of wrestling that you do? Like, what? Who is Charlie? What? What does Starboy Charlie like to do when he's not wrestling? Um,
1: kind of artistic. I like to think uh, I do spray painting art, and I like to do ceramics. Just, just creating stuff. It's, it's pretty fun
0: to create. So as we wind down here, you're gonna almost gonna turn. Are you turning 18 this year or next year?
1: I turned 17 uh, February
0: 5th. Oh, seven. So. Okay. So you're you're freshly 17. Uh, how do how much do you think once you turn 18? Do you think obviously you said you kind of want to go to college? Are you gonna try to you know double down and kind of expand your horizons and go all over the place and try to really make a name in wrestling?
1: Yeah, I definitely want to travel a lot more. Definitely want to be going down to L.A. a lot more. Just wherever wherever uh, wrestling is hot at the moment, I, I want to be there. I just want to travel a lot more.
0: Yeah, that's all I really like to say Just travel a lot more. <laughs> so what is uh Charlie's 2020 goals? Any, you know, a title, a match, something for your pro wrestling career? What's the short-term goal that you want to achieve this year?
1: Short-term goal... Hmm. Well, I think being on PWG would be pretty sick. That's a that's a goal I want for 2020. Like, that's a pretty that's a pretty like high expectations goal. But I I want to try to get
0: on PWG. And then your career goal, what's uh, what do you what would you say you when you made it? What would you be that made it moment? Would it be signing with WWE, just a big time company in general? Impact, ROH. What what do you want to do?
1: I'm shooting really high for uh, career goals. Like, I would want to be, like, main eventing WrestleMania and all this cool stuff. Uh, become WWE champion. It's become, like, a legend overall for professional wrestling. It's a really far-fetched goal, but
0: that's what I'm shooting for. All right, Charlie, thank you very much. If you want, you can plug your socials, plug upcoming dates. Where can the people see you at? Uh,
1: my Twitter is StarboyCharlie, but instead of an O for the boy, it's a zero. And my Instagram's Pro Wrestling ProWrestlingChild. I don't really use Facebook or anything else, so that's it.
0: <laughs> You're going to uh, Tampa, WrestleMania weekend for GCW. You've got APW coming up. You have West Coast Pro Wrestling as well. Any other shows that people need to know? not that I know of yet (laughs) that's pretty much it your bookies are kind of dry because it's wrestling season
1: yeah yeah well season just ended who knows who knows alright
0: thank you very much Charlie